I have something brand new that I'm super excited to share with you. It's called the Community Creators Hub, and I've made it just for you. You can search through every episode of this podcast by keyword, download all of my favorite guides and resources, and find all of my recommended tools for community creators. And the best part? It's completely free. Just go to Community Creators Hub, that's Community Creators Hub, H-U-B, dot com to get your free access. This is what people typically start with. They think that they need to create more connection. They think that they have a connection problem in their community. And the truth is, is that you probably do, but you just think that you need some tactics and strategies to fix that connection problem. Now, I'm going to give you a lot of tactics and strategies, like over 70 tactics and strategies that you can use and play within your community, but not until you've paid attention to these foundational elements. This is for you, the online business owner who wants to maximize your profit and multiply your impact. I'm Shanna, host of the Community Creators Podcast. I've spent over a decade helping top brands and entrepreneurs create thriving communities that increase their reach, retention, and revenue. This podcast is where I share my best insights and invite you into conversations with the world's leading community creators and cultivators. So grab your favorite mug, fill it up, and let's get started. We are back for the fourth and final episode of this four-part series on the Community Cultivated Framework. So if you're just tuning in, you want to go back and watch episode one, two, and three, so that you get the context of this fourth part, because they all work together. And all four of them are absolutely foundational to the success of your community. If you want to have a thriving community that keeps people around for longer, that is scalable, then you need to have these four pillars in mind whenever you're building your community strategy or tactics. This comes first. Before all of the fancy and fun ideas around how you're going to create more fun posts in your community to get more engagement or how you're going to get people connected more at your live event or on Zoom or whatever it might be, you need to have these four essential elements in mind as you're building your strategy. And chances are you're already doing aspects of this, which is great, but I just want you to be more intentional about it, which is why I've developed this framework. So we're going to talk today about the fourth part of the Community Cultivated Framework, which is the fourth pillar of a thriving community. Now, this is the one that most people come to me for first. They are always asking for me to fix this problem in their community, and it's connection. Yes, they are all four C's, so hopefully you can remember them. If you listen to all four episodes, you know now what all four C's are, but connection is the fourth C. It's that fourth pillar of the community cultivated framework. Now, this is really important because this is what people typically start with. They think that they need to create more connection. They think that they have a connection problem in their community. And the truth is, is that you probably do, but you just think that you need some tactics and strategies to fix that connection problem. Now, I'm going to give you a lot of tactics and strategies, like over 70 tactics and strategies that you can use and play within your community, but not until you've paid attention to these foundational elements. You know, most people think that creating connections should be the easiest thing. It's often why people join communities and it's definitely why people stay in communities, but they're forgetting the basic psychology of human nature. And so we're gonna go into that a little bit, but first I want you to recognize that when we're talking about connection, we're talking about it in three different ways. It's connection to you, 
Maybe that's you, an individual, the influencer. Maybe it's you, the visionary, or you, the brand, or it's connection to your team. So connection to your community manager, your customer support people. You know, it's really important that people inside of your communities feel connected to your team as well, because the more connected they are to others, the stickier they will become. There's actually a reason that, you know, when a marketing agency pitches you, they don't just bring one person, they bring multiple people. There's a reason that churches want you to meet as many people as possible on your first day, because chances are you're going to create more connections that keep you stickier. So connection to you, connection to your team. And the third one, of course, is connection to each other. This is the one that we all really desire because this is what truly creates a thriving community is that connection that they have with each other. So how do we create connection in our communities? Well, I want you to think about three aspects of connection. And the first one is the one that I preach about the most because it's most often forgotten. We're going to go back to your science or psychology days, and hopefully you learned about something called Maslow's hierarchy of needs. A lot of people talk about Maslow's hierarchy of needs in the sense of belonging because it says, you know, the basis of Maslow's hierarchy is like those physical needs that we have. And then as you go up, like you desire to have belonging and then ultimately power and influence, which all of those things come into play. They're the reasons that people want to be a part of a community is for the sense of belonging and then ultimately for power and influence. Like that's a really great way to keep people sticky. But we often skip over the most important part of that hierarchy. So in between that like physical basic needs and belonging is safety. Safety is the foundation of connection inside of your community. You know, people come to me all the time and they tell me that they have a connection problem in their community. And I just tell them like, you don't have a connection problem. You have a safety problem. That's the problem inside of your community. When you can get the safety thing right, then the connection part becomes pretty easy. So I want you to spend the bulk of your time thinking about how do we create a safe environment? Now, there's lots of ways to do this. I'm not going to go into detail on all of them, but I want you to keep this in mind that the world tells us that safety comes from kindness and acceptance. Let's just be kind to everybody and accept everybody. But that's actually not true. If you remember back in episode one, I talked about how this community cultivated framework came from over 10 years of experience in online and offline communities and a ton of research from me, a total community nerd. Well, one of the things that I discovered in researching sororities, gangs, political parties, all of these communities that actually help people make progress and lead to impact and momentum, whether you like what that impact is or not, you have to agree that it does create an impact and it does make for sticky communities, loyal people in those communities. Well, why is kindness and acceptance not a big essential part of it? Well, they are thinking about the good of the community as a whole and not the good of the individual. And that means that they don't necessarily need to be accepting everybody into the community, nor do they need to always be kind. What if you had the right story for the right person at the right time, every time? Well, you can if you leverage my streamlined story system. I'm going to show you proven ways to collect, organize, and share stories like a pro. Just go to streamlinedstorysystem.com to check it out and use code creators to get a special discount. 
in the previous episode, we talked about boundaries and that being really important. Well, you can't have boundaries and be accepting to everyone. And when people cross boundaries, at some point, kindness isn't going to be the way to get them back into alignment or to get them out of your community to create a safe place for everyone else. So when it comes to creating safety, there's a few things that you need. Won't go into detail on those here, but I will tell you just a couple of things. It's about trust and clarity. Trust and clarity are what are gonna create safety in your community over kindness and acceptance. I, I just really need to understand that I can trust you, that you have integrity, you're gonna do what you say you're gonna do, that you are who you say you are, and that there's clarity, there's some structure here, there's some boundaries, there's some leadership that I can follow. That's how you're going to create safety inside of your community. The second thing that you need to be thinking about creating is the space. We need to have a container in which our community lives and thrives. Now in the old days, that would be a gathering place, right? People had a church or a town center where they would gather and they would meet and that's how the community would be formed. Communities were formed around neighborhoods, right? Like physical spaces. Sometimes that might be a Facebook group or like a circle community or Mighty Networks. I don't know what you use for your community. Maybe it's discussion boards. Maybe it's an in-person event that you have a few times a year. Maybe it's uh, Zoom calls. Whatever it is, we need to determine what the container is in which our community is going to connect, in which our community is going to thrive. And that is the space piece. And then the third piece is the one that you may not be thinking about yet, but I really hope that you are, and that is scale. And you really need to be intentional about scaling connection. Some people think that scaling connection isn't possible. So as their communities grow, they start to panic because they just think, oh, I can't possibly create the intimacy that I used to have with my little community of 50 or 100 or 500. But when you start to get to thousands, three thousands or 12,000 members like some of my clients have, I can promise you that you're going to be intentionally thinking about how do you scale connection. And I can also promise you that it is possible. So when you think about scale, you want to be thinking about what you want to automate. Now, I've got a whole nother episode on the potential concerns for automation. So I'm not going to rant about automation now, but it is still important. Automation can really help you be able to scale connection in your community. But I also want you to be thinking about the things that we're going to choose not to automate. The things that maybe aren't so scalable in traditional terms, right? How do we create unscalable moments that are scalable through human power, through human connection? So I'm not going to go into all of that right now, but scale is something that you want to be thinking about. So as you're creating your connection plan in your community, really be keeping in mind these three things. Safety, how do I create a safe environment? Because that really comes before any sense of belonging can. What is the space that I'm creating in which this connection is going to happen? And then how am I going to scale this connection over the long run? So this is the fourth pillar of a thriving community. It is the final part of the community cultivated framework. I am so glad that you've been joining me for this four part series. And if you have missed any part, please do go back and watch it because each element is foundational and essential in its own right, but they also work together throughout your entire community strategy. Now, if you're sitting here thinking like, Shanna, I still need connection ideas. I still need to know practically what I can do to create connection in my community. 
don't worry, I have you covered. I've created a guide with over 70 different ideas that you can use to create connection in your community. Now, going back to what I said, these are not about those creating safety in your community. It's about the tactics that you can use to create connection once you have these foundations of safety, space, and scale in place. There's over 70 of them. You can get them at connectionideas.com. It's pretty simple. Just go to connectionideas.com, and I'm going to share with you over 70 different connection ideas that you and your team can play with inside of your community. Now, you've heard me say before that you really don't want to throw spaghetti against a wall to see what sticks, but that's when it comes to these foundational things. Once you have the foundations in place, go for it. Throw spaghetti against a wall. Try something once. You don't have to commit to these ideas forever. Just do little pop-up surprise activities inside of your community to see what sticks. And I really want you to let me know what you try. So find me on Instagram at Shanna Speaks. That's S-H-A-N-A Speaks. And let me know in a direct message which one of the ideas you're going to be trying in your community first. So I hope that you've enjoyed this four-part series. I hope that it's given you the foundational knowledge that you need to know as you're building your communities. So if you haven't yet subscribed, stay tuned to future episodes because now we're really going to be getting into some of those strategies and tactics that you can layer onto these four pillars that are going to help you create a thriving community that increases your reach, retention, and revenue. I'll see you next time. Hey friend, thanks for listening. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe. Then do me a favor and leave a review letting me know what you want to hear more of. To learn more about the show or connect with me, head to shanalyn.com. That's S-H-A-N-A-L-Y-N-N.com. Until next time. Hey, if you're serious about creating a thriving online community, then you need to really understand the four foundations of every thriving community. I'm going to teach it to you in a free seven-minute training. That's right. It's just seven minutes. You don't even have to give me your email address to get access. All you have to do is go to freecommunitytraining.com or DM me the word training over on Instagram to get access.